Welcome back, one and all, back to the No Tech Talk podcast. This is a, a crazy episode. I have a bunch of cameras um, set up right now, along with the lights and everything in the background I'm in my little studio. And it's about to be a great episode. Um, so if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm not sure which clip I'm going to use, but I'm going live on Facebook. I have my actual dedicated camera right in front of me and another one off to the right. I'm trying to do some different things with the angles. And I'm also going to be responding to any Facebook comments that they come up at all about uh, what we'll be talking about today. So guess what? You already know it's the first of the year. Uh, Alabama's going to destroy Notre Dame today. Let me just say that off rip. As I'm doing this right before the game comes on. And uh, this previous Sunday, which is when the podcast usually comes out, I didn't do one because it was Christmas. And your boy was tired. And we did a lot of traveling. We traveled with my dog, you know, tighten the dog. And uh, it was stressful with a K. It was super stressful, but we did it. It was dope. And um, we're just tired and jet lagged, man. And we got we got home and I said, you want to know what? I'm going to make sure I have an episode for the first of the year to make it fun. And to you know, kind of remind you guys of everything that we did this year and everything that happened. It's a, Now, it's a lot of stuff that I'm going to talk about today. Um, and it's a lot of stuff that I, I missed or I might didn't put in there because it might be important to some people, might be important to some other people, but other topics. But these this the ones that kind of stood out to me. And there's a bunch of more I wanted to put on here. I just want to make this a super long podcast. Um, but I think I pretty much hit, yeah, I'm looking through them right now. I think I pretty much hit the bulk of it, and then we'll be done with the day. We can all go watch the game. All right. So um, at many points this year, I wanted to give kind of like my ideological you know, viewpoints of how I thought everything was going and how we could push through. But I felt as, as, as if though God was keeping me at bay until the year was over. It was, a, it was a weird feeling because all year, you know, as a somebody who talks and who has a podcast and who be on videos and stuff, I wanted to talk about like COVID. I wanted to talk about, and I did on certain podcasts, you know, I talked about, I had an episode um, with, the, with Marcel, my boy Marcel, about my Aubrey, about that. And we'll get to that here in a second. Um, but I covered a lot of different topics, but from a holistic view, I thought this would be a great time, uh, to, to kind of look back on this crazy, you know, 2020 of a year. And yeah, it was a lot of negative stuff, but it was also a lot of good stuff too. And it gave us the opportunity to just kind of, you know, have a, a brain dump and a mind shift for how we want to go into the next year. Cause it seems like everybody was just looking forward to this day, January 1. And they, it, whether they were in October or August, they weren't like, okay, um, they weren't like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to see how this month goes, see how this month goes. We already already wrote out 2020. So I was like, man, uh, I was trying to, and a bunch of my friends that are kind of my inner circle, they was like, man, we got to make the most of this year. You know, a lot of, a lot of businesses had to pivot. A lot of, um, you know, schools had to close down and things like that. Because not just for, from COVID, the pandemic, you know, but it was stages, right? It was stages from uh, probably from March on to where this ain't that serious. It's cool. We'll be all right. These little two weeks or whatever. And um, it's a lot. So let's just let's get on to the list. It's kind of a recap, but these are in no particular order. All these cameras I'm looking at. This is in no particular order. Um, and if I stop halfway through or something, it's probably just I got a comment or something. Y'all want to say something to me, ask any questions, I will stop the list. And talk to y'all here on Facebook. Because every now and then, most times when I do it by myself, I will, um, you know, interact with y'all on Facebook. Because last time I couldn't. But you can't come and talk to me 
because that's gonna they ain't anybody gonna be able to hear you on the actual like audio audio because it's gonna come out in like an hour as soon as I get done and go ahead and like edit it, watch the game, and have a great <laughs> first of my year. Anyway, so first, and like I said, no particular order, there were locust swarms in Africa. Locusts. Now, if you don't know what locusts are, they're annoying little pests, little little creatures that uh, we probably heard about in the Bible times in the uh, biblical days, as they say, the Old Testament, some of the plagues. So things like this, uh, I think I think they even said, well, what's the one with the mosquito? West Niles or something was coming back at one point in time, right? So, you know, 2020, you know, being that 10th year, 2020, everybody was like, um, okay, we got locusts, man. We got this crazy stuff happening. We got, you know, just all these things. And so everybody was kind of like, you know, talking about World War Three, And they were like, man, this, these are the end of the days. You, you know, all, all this pandemic talk and all of this, uh, you know, end of the world talk was, it was crazy. It was, they call it, excuse me, mass hysteria. It's what they call it. So anyway, we'll keep going. Harvey Weinstein, if you're interested in him, was sentenced to prison for sex crimes. Uh, there And then there was a point where Vanessa Hudgens, the girl off of the, um, what's that, that show, uh, High School Musical, we're all in this together, her, uh, early on, and a lot of other, um, I guess, celebrities did this as well. They came out, like, on their lives and made videos and things, not really taking it seriously. Now, the, the, the reason why I brought her up is because... Um, she said that COVID wasn't that serious and we sh- we shouldn't, or well, she didn't care if people died. She's like, it's, it's like, it's part of life. Now, she didn't like say it like as blunt, but that's pretty much what she was saying. She got like, like a lot of flack for that. Hindsight, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know, but she was kind of very insensitive about it, as we all were. We all thought this was going to be like a two week thing and move forward. Um, so, Australia faced devastations or devastation from wildfires that later carried over to California. So, there were a lot of wildfires. At a certain point, you know, you have a lot of, uh, again, a lot of celebrities, you know, starting these funds, these GoFundMe's, these these uh, organizations to help the wildfires and um, what is it? The wildfires and uh, what did you call that thing? Australia and California and things like that. So that was crazy. Toilet paper was flying off of the shelves for some reason uh, because of COVID. If you don't know why, uh Please leave a comment on the live for me as well, because why was toilet paper such a thing? I mean, all paper goods. But I didn't see straws and napkins go away, right? I don't think. But I know everywhere you could not find, probably in some areas still can't find uh, toilet paper or bounty or whatever, because everybody just was hoarding it. A lot of hoarding was going on, a lot of selfishness. They had to make, you know, these uh, papers to say that you only get one per family, one per couple of people. And I was like, man, that's crazy. Um... And it's it's weird. Why why was toilet paper one of those? Okay. Anyway, moving forward, uh, it was a lot of Trump ones that I wanted to put on here, but um, it was too many. So I just chose one. I think it's another one on here. But Trump made a wild and uh, ridiculous claims about COVID, and I put you know, but what's new? He was like, you know, bleach can kill it. It's not everybody trying to drink bleach. He was like, this is a terrorist, um, you know, infection. It was he said all types of crazy stuff. I don't want to give him too much hype because he about to be gone anyway. But um, he made a bunch of wild claims, which again was new. It wasn't just 2020. Uh, what's next? So we got um, okay. So this is a, a one I want to talk about for a little bit. Wearing a mask became a, a political statement because people oh became a political statement because um, people don't take COVID seriously. 
Now, just from my opinion, it was a huge part of why we're still dealing with this in 2021 because people aren't taking it seriously. They're still going on vacations. They're still not caring. They're not social, di- social distancing. They're not doing everything that the CDC or even a common sense person would do to um, get rid of this this virus. And that's what it just kind of shows you how we can e- be so easily divided just from wearing a mask. Some people, you know, got put out of different stores. They had these little um, riots and uh, walks that a bunch of people. I ain't never seen a black person. I'm just saying in these groups, but they had a bunch of people. Uh, Walking through different uh, stores and organizations, we won't wear a mask. Who won't wear a mask? COVID is not real. Blah blah blah. blah. And you know that's a, 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 a huge part in my in my um, belief of why it's still here. Because everybody thought, okay, cool, it's gonna be gone in two weeks, now in three months, now you know, in in the summertime, by Christmas, we'll be good. New Year's gonna be lit, and we're still here. And it seems like now it's the United States um up on the uh the pedestal now for the number one because it was a, i think i forgot the other country but it was another country they had like all the worst cases but they had to go on these crazy quarantines but we're free you know and um it's still here so that's what freedom buys you more COVID. i don't know um kanye west kanye west ran for president if you're not if you don't remember that yes he was on the ballot um did not vote for kanye uh, cool music, bro. But you know, I think it was more more than likely a polit uh not political stunt, but a publicity stunt. Every time he does something like this, but the MAGA hat or whatever else, he had uh, some music come out, or you know, he had a, a art of work, or he might be selling like a new shoe or some clothes or something, a little rag clothes. Um, so that was the thing. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, yeah, Chadwick Boseman past black panther um i mean i can name all his his movies but uh i think he was doing about three to four movies at the same time while dealing with uh covid and it was crazy it 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 brought us you know brought us all to our knees kind of uh usually i don't really get too uh wrapped up into uh celebrities passing but obviously i mean black panther wakanda forever you know the one that we just saw on netflix i think the one um with all the davis uh, the one that he was in, you can kind of see how his face was kind of coming in. You know, it wasn't like he just lost weight for the part. Like you could tell, like he was fighting it at a certain point in time. He was getting a lot skinnier than what we've seen him in different roles. Um, and, and it, it makes you, you know, question anytime you have somebody that you rock with on a, a higher level, you know, celebrity level, whatever. Um, it makes you question your own mortality. You know, when people are getting COVID, Tom Hanks, everybody was getting COVID. I was like, wow, okay, now it's hitting home. And it's weird because it's like, okay, Tom Hanks, all right, now it's somebody else, now it's somebody else. Then it got into, like, okay, somebody in my state. Then it got to somebody, like, in my family. Then it got somebody that I actually knew or go to work with. Everybody, Every time we thought that it wasn't as serious, at least for me, um, COVID wasn't as serious as it is, somebody closer and closer and closer uh, you know, got it. And some, some people, you know, passed from it. Other people made it. So, but who wants to take that risk? Right. Anyway. Um, so that was, that, that kind of hit me, hit me kind of hard, but you know, rest in peace to Chadwick. Kobe Bryant and, uh, his daughter, Gianna, 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 uh, passed in a helicopter crash. I mean, yeah, Kobe, you know, the dude, you know, just you know, newly retired a couple you know a couple years ago, um, did his thing. He you know he was a mentor. We got to see different parts of Kobe, 
and his um, organizations and mentoring kids on these camps, you know, still playing, still flying his daughter out to these different games and just being a pillar, you know, being an OG in the game, doing this thing as, as basketball players are supposed to do. And um, seeing that footage, I think I forgot where I was. Um, seeing that footage, it's like, yo, 2020. <laughs> 2020, right? Um, it's, it's wild. And obviously, you know, there was an uproar in the community. There was an uproar in the, in the basketball, NBA community, sports world. He was one of the greats. He was one of the, the greatest of all time, the GOATs, right? And um, it... Every time something happened like that, even I put on here too, Alex Trebek, yo, the dude from Jeopardy, he was old, yeah, but bro, <laughs> Alex Trebek, um, the dude from uh, Jeopardy passed away as well. And I was like, dang, like these staples in our community, we grew up watching these people, watching them play, watching Jeopardy, right? Everybody watched the episode of Jeopardy. And it's like, bro, all right, we tacking it on. And so after a while, I'll take a pause right here. After a while, um, I feel like, you know, depression started to to come in with a lot of people because not only were they dealing with their own financial crisis, not only were they dealing um, with their own issues and, you know, schools closing down. We'll get to their hair in a second. Family members might be passing away from COVID uh, or what else like that. Um, if, if, if For me, again, I can only speak for myself, but it felt like that people were um, – you know, getting a little bit more sadder, couldn't go outside. The sun was shining, but we couldn't go outside and feel it. And it's like, yo, okay. And so that's when I, um, I don't, I'm not sure when I decided to go to therapy, but that's one of the reasons why, because I'm like, man, I got to get to this. And we, and on this podcast, it's your first time here. We talk a lot about, you know, multi-generational trauma. We talk about a lot about, you know, therapy. I have a little subsection called uh, Jay's Therapy Sessions and um, my journey on how I'm growing and people were going to therapy and people started to, you know, some people committed suicide. Some people didn't know and have any outlets. They they went to social media and became destructive. We saw a lot of different things happen on social media. Um, but this different things like that just made you kind of question a lot of things. So anyway, I had to put them in there as well, of course. Um, Murder Hornets. <laughs> Great transition, right? Again, no particular order. Murder Hornets um, were a thing for a minute. It went up and it went down. Apparently, in, in parts of the world, uh, there were murder hornets, uh, which is what they were named, uh, killing people. So you get stung, boom, you're done. You're done. And people were, weren't even surprised at that point. You're like, of course they're murder hornets. Of course Wilson Allen's coming back. Of course everything in the world is coming to an end. And people thought the world was coming to an end. I feel like people think that every day, like that guy with the sign, you know, the world's coming to an end, 2020, 2021, 2022, right? Anyway, um, Disney came out with a live action uh, series, Mulan, as we all know. Um, and they really thought we were going to pay $30 for it. They really, bro, they thought they was going to get that smooth $29.95 from us on top of the already subscription for Disney. Come on, come on, Disney. We waited. I waited. Okay. My brother, never mind, I ain't going to say what he did, but, you know, I waited. Other people fire-sticked it. Whatever, right? So, a, a month watching the movie, it was a live-action series, we realized that Mushu wasn't even in the movie. Mushu. The whole the whole point of we, why, why are we doing this in first? Mushu, man, wasn't even in it. 
It's wild. So why are we going to watch Mulan? But anyway, it's one of those movies that you kind of got to watch anyway because it is Mulan. It's like a staple. Like, we all knew Lion King, the, the live-action series, going to be kind of trash. Well, Beyonce was in it. We had uh, Childish Gambino was in it. I mean, it was straight. But we didn't get the musicals that we wanted in there. We didn't get you know, all the, the stuff that we kind of grew up on. And that's why I think people are moving away from We want to make a live-action series and make it all serious and tell the true story of... Um, Mulan. But the play on it was dope. They still gave us some little Mushu like uh, Easter eggs in there. I saw a couple of dragons, but I think her little thing was the Phoenix. She had a little power, but it was cool. It was cool. Cool little movie. Um, Now let's take a moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's take a moment of silence uh, for ne the Netflix show that broke the internet. Okay. Can you guess what it is in the comments? What, what was the show early on? During the pandemic, that got us through what we thought was going to be the end of the pandemic. What was it? Hmm? I'll give you an. I'll give you a, a clue. It had tigers in it. Yes, I'm referring to the show Tiger King, the show that no one wanted to watch, but we were forced to watch anyway, and that we could not take our eyes off of. I did not like the Tiger King uh, when I was watching it at first, but I could not press pause. I could not press pause. I could not press that menu button to get me out of it because it draw it drew you in drew you in okay not drawed you in it drew you in not editing that out um but it was it was crazy it was a crazy show you know you had carol baskins um you had the tiger king you had everybody they probably collectively had you know six teeth amongst all of them <laughs> um and i mean i still think carol baskins kills killed her ex-husband that's just me but Th times like that it was a good time right uh during this whole thing because we needed something and it was probably the greatest marketing you know strategy i've ever seen bringing it out pushing it up you know high and i don't even remember seeing that many you know um ads and some for that uh particular show that was a big word of the mouth show that people just kind of got into tiger king was the craziest one of the craziest moments of 2020 uh <laughs> okay so what we got now? Well, oh, yeah. And Carol Baskins was on Dancing with the Stars. I heard on the grapevine that if you go to Dancing with the Stars, your career is over. So if you were just professional, whatever, that you were famous for something, and you end up on uh, uh, <laughs> Dancing with the Stars, your your career is pretty much over. Carol Baskins never really had a career. She had, like, a little hype. But, I mean, if you see the pictures, man, she was dressed up in a, a tiger, you know, outfit. And while dance whilst dancing and it was wild but yeah enough of that uh next we have a, um a whole bunch of a bunch of famous people got covid and I, like i talked about before that kind of made us uh take it a little bit more seriously uh this isn't everybody but the rock got it prince charles got it andy cohen pink doja cat lena dunham brian cranston antonio bandettis uh Alyssa milano kevin hart brian cox robert pattison the guy from twilight Little vamp dude, the one with the, the square looking head. Uh, Tiffany had is Jim Parsons. Jim Parsons is the guy from um, that smart dude. What is that? What he smart on TV? Uh, man, what's the name of that show? It was a bunch of nerds put together. I forgot the name. Uh, something, I don't know. Uh, Kanye West, Boris Johnson, Rand Paul, Chris Kumo, and Harvey Weinstein. So every time we saw somebody get it, it was like, whoa. And then it was like, it's, you know how we kind of go on roller coasters, right? Oh, wow. Kevin Hart got it. Next day, what's next? You know, we did a lot of this, a lot of roller coasters, um, because we're just so used to just news. Okay, what's new? What's new? What's new? That's old. What's new? What's new? That's old. And we just keep feeding ourselves with stuff with social media, and we never really, like, get to see the gravity of these people getting it in their lives. 
and really like, dang, like this is real. Nobody took it seriously because I, I ain't get it. I don't care if Jim Parsons got it right, but whatever. I digress. The only response, this is the next one, the only response we got from the NFL about racism um, was that they, they painted, I think, in racism, all in caps on the field and did nothing else. So obviously, I mean, the movement did not start with Kaepernick, but we, I was just talking about for at least our era and our generation. Uh, you know, you had uh, Kaepernick doing this whole thing. Um, and uh, all this time, they was like, we good, we good, not going to say nothing. It was very, like, low things that they did, but they this is supposed to be the grand gesture to put in racism on the field. And then said nothing else about it. We hadn't heard from them that I know for a fact, uh, at least about NFL. All right, so uh, Ebola, like I talked about before, of all things, decided to can't come back in the Congo during an already global pandemic. I mean, 2020. Bro, what's up? Like, you mad at us or what? Are you mad? At you are you mad? You know. And this is another point too. A lot of people. This became. I'm gonna talk about this later on in a second too. A lot of people uh, thought that God was not here because of all this stuff was happening. He was like, man, God, finna, Jesus, finna come back. There's finna be hellfire everywhere. Y'all better get your life together. Yes, get your life together. Um, but you got to understand throughout the Bible, history always repeats. I mean, history in general repeats itself throughout the Bible. This isn't, this isn't that extreme. All the stuff that happened, I'm not even done yet. All the stuff that happened, happened in the Bible all the time. I mean, it really did. You talking about the locusts, the plagues, the people dying, the, the, the you know, people getting stoned, killing, you, you know, rape, all types of stuff. And it, we were so surprised by it now just because it's being publicized, but like, bro, this ain't nothing new. So, I mean, it was, it sucked. Don't get me wrong, but like looking back on it, it's like, man, this is another year. Cause you got, you know, anyway, um, where am I at? This one's for the ladies. Okay. Uh, Michael B. Jordan won People's Sexiest Man Alive Award. And that's it. Okay. Barack Obama came out with his memoir this year. I have yet to read it. And now if you can put in the comments below if you have read it or know somebody who has that uh, if it was good or not. I, I think uh, most of my sisters asked for it this year for Christmas, and I still got to read it. I'm more of a digital man, so I might actually get the uh, probably the ebook or um, listen to it. He, I, th- I think I wouldn't mind hearing Barack Obama read the book, but he has that like the little like presidential tactful pause, like he like all right, uh, and I, uh, yeah, like that. I don't know if I could hear that for like an hour. Because he's probably going to do the same thing that he did, like he's done for his eight years of his presidency. But I don't know. I've seen interviews of him now, though. It's been pretty chill. He's, like, more vocal now than he was ever before. Anyway, um, next, the Pentagon actually uh, released UFO footage, and nobody even cared. All right. So, bro, (laughs) I remember seeing that, and I'm like, man, the world is going to flip on its head when they see this. The world is going to flip upside down when they see this UFO footage because people have been talking about this for the longest. And um, I'm like, yo, this is wild. And nobody said anything about it. I remember seeing them like, okay, bet. So there was actual UFO footage being released. release. And I don't know if they're trying to shut people up or what. But, um, I mean, nobody cares about UFOs anymore, I guess. That was a thing of the past. All right. Next, one of the greatest documentaries of all time was released this year, uh, The Last Dance, Michael Jordan. So it's it's interesting. I always like documentaries where the person is still alive. 
well, that most of the people, I think all of the people were still alive, uh, for the most part, they were able to attest to what happened back in the, you know, in the dream team with the Bulls. And uh, it was it was amazing, to say the least, in my, in my professional, personal opinion. Um, you saw a man, MJ, that um, and I just had in my last episode was called MJ Moments. Check that one out, a slight blood. No, I actually had an episode, um, I mean, this these particular episodes on the documentary, it uh it changed the game for how I thought. I mean, I was kind of already on that wavelength, but just to see somebody, you know, make up reasons to be great. Think about that. MJ would, I mean, somebody would look at him. It, they couldn't. Even, it probably wasn't even looking at him, but they was like, "Oh man, so and so looking at me." Now I got. I got to flip the switch. Now I got to go on and do my thing. You know, um, he would make up any reason to be great. He would. It would get mad on purpose just to be great. I mean, obviously because it's MJ, but now we got to see kind of how his mind was working in these environments and what it took to be great on a consistent basis. And, you know, I don't really think I saw that many people talk about the motivational, the inspirational piece. Yes, it was cool seeing them do their thing and talk about the stories and the behind the scenes of it all. But, you mean, you got a man that, and people call him cocky, and it is what it is. But when you, you're so great, you know, you got to give all glory honor to God, but you got to understand, like, you know, hey, I did my part, God, I had the supernatural, I'm cool, right? But, it's like, yo, how can I apply that to my life? How can I find reasons to be great on a daily basis in whatever arena that I'm in, podcasting, work, the Army, being a, a police officer, a nurse, a teacher, um, you know, a musician, whatever, right? How can we find reasons to be great on a daily, consistent basis? I mean, it was unheard of, and that's why I think the documentary was so great for me, at least, because the man did his thing, and I feel like we all can do that. I think he said that said in one part of it, I'm nobody special. He said, but I just work my bleep off. <laughs> I don't cuss in the podcast. No, he said, I, I, I just work my tail off, and um, I just do it. He said, I just never, I never give up. I never let up. We got a lot of that from Kobe as well. And he said that was part of his motivation, just seeing his work ethic, and that translated directly into Kobe as well. We have other people that are doing great things in different arenas, not just sports. But it's all about giving yourself that reason to be great on a daily, consistent basis. Yes, you're going to mess up. Yeah, you're going to get sick sometimes. Yeah, things are going to happen. But you got to get back on that horse each time. Don't let the boy ride off without you in the sunset. All right. Um, what's next? The No Tech Talk podcast was released this year. Uh, now this is interesting because I released this podcast in the beginning of like when COVID was here. I think we started hearing about it like maybe the first or second week of a uh, COVID, but March was I think March eighth if I don't if I remember correctly was the first episode. So I mean, what are the, what are the odds? What's up, Risha? Uh, what are the odds that as soon as I'm starting something that I was supposed to do last year, a global pandemic hit? And that's why I think a lot of people were we were in this season where we were um, building things up, getting to start out, you know, our businesses, or our babies that were you know, growing up. And we were like, oh, it, it was a perfect excuse. It was a perfect excuse for us to give up. How am I supposed to be successful, Jay, in a global pandemic? How am I supposed to be successful when I can't even afford my bills? How am I, all these, I'm not calling them excuses. This is a valid excuse. And you could have took it and used it. And you still could be a cool dude. But we had to pivot, right? We had to pivot with whatever this year was doing. All these, all these, um, 
each number I go off of on this list, we we, we had an opportunity to go left or right, to pivot, to be great, try to be great. You know what I'm saying? You didn't have to be great. You just tried to try, right? Try to be great. And we also had a lot of excuses of why we didn't couldn't be great this year. Some people hung it up halfway through the year. COVID ain't leaving. I'm not getting my STEMI or whatever people was asking for. And I, I'm just I'm, I'm talking this year up to the deuces. I'm, I'm, it's out, right? And nobody would have faulted you for it. Nobody faulted would have faulted you for like, yeah, COVID hit. Yeah, this is racism. Is racism happening? It's getting to me. Yeah, I can't really go outside, so I'm kind of depressed. Fight back, okay? And I'm gonna get to that here in a second. I don't want to get too riled up just yet. I got a couple more to go. All right, so um, Cardi B. <laughs> I forgot to put this one on here. Cardi B and Meg The Stallion uh, came out with one of the, this song called WAP. Now, if you don't know what WAP stands for, don't even worry about it. Do not even worry about it. There was uh, <laughs> look it up, WAP. Anyway, um, this song, I mean, it, it blew up the charts, the double platinum, all the other good type of stuff. So there was this shift in this song about women's rights and about you know Cardi B was saying she don't cook or clean and Megan Thee Stallion being Megan Thee Stallion with her knees, and um, it was uh, people was you know the, I guess the woke people or the whatever you want to call them is a lot is a movement. Saying that you know you're dramatic, not dramatizing. Where um, what's the word? You just hyping up the idea of being you know promiscuous or a certain type of way or whatever else, and it's not good. Now Cardi B's already come out and said that yeah, I'm not here to be your um your daughter's motivation, but at the same time, I mean, again, as a guy, obviously I'ma like it, but you know, for women, I don't know. It was the whole thing back and forth. So, but they were unapologetic about it. It hit the charts. It was a moment. And uh, everybody was talking about their WAP. Other people were saying having a WAP was unhealthy to a certain extent because if it's as wet as um, Cardi B <laughs> uh, described it to be, then um, you might be sick or have some medical issues. That I thought that was funny. I think the Shapiro uh, said something about that, and then he got the whole thing. Um, I also want to put, too, hey, you better enjoy it while you got it, because I'm usually not a guy that talks about anything in the media or the news. So I'm just I'm recapping the whole year. I thought it'd be fun to do it for this particular episode. So enjoy it while you got it, because you know I don't be in the media like that. All right. So next, um, churches were forced to pivot to just an online service, uh, and people were traveling far and wide just to risk it all for a service that was in person. Now, you do what you're going to do, okay? Do what you want to do. I ain't driving nowhere to risk my life when I got God right here. But people, I mean, if any, there's always a time. We always bring people to church, right? You don't want to bring them to church. Man, I can do God right here. This was, the, this was that time. People always say, I don't want to go to church with you. I, I can do God in my house. This was that time to be in the house. Still watch it online, in my opinion, of course. Still watch it online. Still do what you got to do. You know, uh, praise and worship, play the songs, the scriptures, whatever else, right? But just don't go nowhere. Chill, man. It's all good. It's all good. I mean, you know how hard it is to do social distancing in the church. Like, six people apart, you have about 10 people in that thing. Unless everybody, you know, even in the, uh, the Mega Dome or whatever, uh, T.D. Jakes, you still got maybe like a thousand. I don't know. But just stay home. But people, I know of people that were driving, nothing against y'all, but it's like, bro, stay home. It ain't that deep. And that's what was getting people, back to the original point. Um, they They were just tired of being in the house. It was tired of, okay, they, they had their own limits. They had their own time limits uh, for how long they thought COVID or this pandemic, this global pandemic should end. So after June, no, nope, I'm going to give it to June, bro. If it's not, uh, if it's not church not coming in, mm-mm. I'm just going to drive somewhere else and go and take me and my family. We're going to risk it all. We're going to wear our masks. We got to do what we got to do. 
good for y'all hope y'all ain't got it god bless you all right next um we were all oh here we go yeah we're all forced to adapt this year to a virtual lifestyle that is including uh children having to do school online i mean it was a lot parents were complaining about making school lunches never i I ain't got no kids personally but it was amazing to me how making the lunch could cause so much of an inconvenience comment below if you think i'm wrong or you whatever right you send me an email if you're mad about what i just said but bro it's a lunch i mean come on chill you work from home they're working from home make the lunch make go get the little square pieces bro dog and get the little lunchables or whatever i don't know Again, I ain't got kids, so this is my own personal opinion. If you don't like, you're off the podcast. All right, no tech. Um, but it's because of that, <laughs> Zoom became the number one app in the app store ever, okay? I looked it up a couple weeks ago. I made this note just for this particular episode, but, I mean, obviously, duh, Zoom was the number one app for 2020, I mean, in general. Zoom, I think uh, Google Hangouts was like three, but, I mean, everybody was Zooming. Everybody. Zoomies everywhere. Zoom call for this, Zoom call for church, Zoom call for work. FaceTime was high, okay? Anytime, any way you could virtually call somebody, those were up. Um, I bet you Zoom made a lot of money. Who they say? <laughs> Some people really had it hard through with them. I mean, I get the kids. I promise I get the kids. I really do. It's just um, they're your kids. You know, I can complain all I want about my dog be waking us up early in the morning. He just had diarrhea the other day. But I bought the dog. Just saying, you had the kid. But, again, not my business. It's y'all kids. I know it's hard. I'm not here to combat that. But, come on now, lunch? Whatever. And I get it. You, you want that time. It's your time away from your kids. And you go back to school. Y'all be good. But, you, you know, don't risk. I mean, people were risking their children's lives just because they wanted a little bit of peace. I mean, you got to suck it up. But, again, that goes back to something that we're not used to. Okay, we're not used to staying at home, everybody being at home all the time. And I wonder what even on the list, divorces were up 50%. Um, <laughs> I know it was like 50 to 75%. Uh, 75% because you were stuck at home with your wife or your spouse, and you realized that you did not like them that much. Divorce were, was, this was, was climbing, like Jacob's Ladder sure was. Um People were forced to look at their spouse in the eye, not get that eight to ten hour break a day, and to they had they were forced to talk to each other. It ain't that much stuff to watch on Netflix, so eventually you gotta talk to that person. And divorces uh, skyrocketed in the country as well. Um, what is next? Biden and I think it's Kamala, Kamala, Harris. They won, dog. Thought I was gonna forget. Nah, they won. We out. We out cheer. We out cheer. Uh, they kicked Trump out of the office and Pence, and um. In a couple of days, or I think it's a week, right? A couple of days, um, we're going to be having a new president. So, I mean, a lot of people say it was less for two evils. I'm not a political guy at all, but I just, you know, I'm just happy to have that dude out of office. It can't, even on the Republican side, people are just happy to have something different. Because personally, I could not do four more years um, with, with your boy, with the orange. With the, what to call him? What they call Trump? He's like an orange man. I don't know. Um, so what's next? So congratulations to Biden and Miss Harris or Mrs. Harris. Next, sadly, there are uh too many men- too many to mention for sure. I actually looked up the list. I think it was 161 um unarmed black people um were Donald Duck. <laughs> but yeah, don't make me laugh. It's a serious it's a serious moment. <laughs> Again, people listening on this uh podcast, I'm on Facebook, don't forget, read the comments. Um 
Um, I think it was 100, 141, 161. If I'm wrong, you know, comment, look it up, let me know. But um, were killed unarmed uh, by police violence and brutality. Now, this is something I got from my wife. People are saying that, okay, you know, all this civil unrest and all this un- unjust times. And people had every type of phrase to say, but but racism. Civil unrest, this this trying time, this this crazy moment, uh, these these just things that keeps popping. No, racism. Black people are dying as a result of racism from police officers. Straight how it is. No chaser, right? Um, and people, I found myself saying it too because I kept hearing it so much. But I was like, no, call it what it is. Call a spade a spade. Racism in the country. Um, I did a whole episode on my Aubrey. I was pretty mad um, on that particular episode. And my, my boy Marcel, we talked about that for a good minute. Just that was part of my process, letting things out, um, allowing myself to feel because, you know, the world tells us that, OK, something happens. We got to suck it up and deal with it on our own time. But no, <laughs> I know for a whole day uh, I was just on everybody comments. I deleted about 17 people who were saying all this, this racist stuff, about all this, all this stuff that was happening, you know, with Breonna Taylor. Rashad Brooks, Elijah McClain, George Floyd, Aaron Bailey, Alton Sterling, just to name a few. Right? Just name a few. Um, at the hand of police officers. And so, um, it was it was stupid and it's still happening. And I've done other episodes on that if you kinda wanna hear more in depth opinion about that as well. Um, but as that has it happened and it's not that Amar Aubrey or I think George Floyd was the first to to be um you know treated like that his family be out in front street like that but because i think because of this year as well which is what we're talking about 2020 it's like dang something else dang for real well bro really just walking down the street really he was just running and he got hunted down like a dog really bro in in front of her boyfriend came in the bus in the house and shot everything up really went straight through the wall really he was only holding the back of skills really and it's just like it keeps tacking on and a lot of times, I feel like that we see things on social media, negative things, or just in life, hear about things, and we're not aware of the um, the toll it takes on our mental and physical, um, you know, bodies. We're not aware of, of of why we cry so easily sometimes. We're not aware of why we get angry in certain situations because it's like you was you holding it all in, and you know, as black people, we're supposed to just hold it in. And be the best that we can in each of these environments, and everybody else only giving eighty percent, right? While it's supposed to be on a hundred, and so when things happen like this, I mean, it just it hardens us, and you know, we wonder why we get, you know, those stereotypes come out. The angry black women, the angry black man is no, it's not. We're not angry. We're just tired, right? We're just tired. And I don't want to stay too long on this because I, I had my whole little, you know, debacle in my head about this and everything. But I mean, it sucked, and it still sucks. So. Stop being racist. There you go. Um, I also got tied in the dog. This is last on the list. Um, this is a year I understand. I got tied in the dog, and um, it was great. The dog, he's, he's super dope. Got a poodle tied in the dog. Tighten the dog on Instagram. I'm sorry, tighten the poodle on Instagram. Slight plug for him if you want to see how he looks. Anyway, uh, but I do understand the love for animals. I never understood why people love their animals this much, and now I do. Shout out to you, dog. All right. So, um, with all that being said, obviously this whole list is, you know, not everything that happened. I got good things, bad things, you know, but 
I kind of want to give y'all a perspective shift. There is a reason why I did not release this yesterday. All right. Um, it's the first day. It's the first day of 2021. And I did the recap of the last year, the one we were trying to forget, right? Because you have an opportunity to start on this first day. Now, personally, just me, I start my years over on my birthday. That's just something I always do because, you know, every year I'm getting a little bit older, right? But for most people, they do it on um, the first of the year. This is not a, 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 um, a episode about um, resolutions, about New Year's resolutions. It's not at all. But I wanted to give people and let them know. I want to let people know that God is still good throughout all of it. God is God is just dope, right? Autumn Chase, you got God is dope. Do you really know what you're wearing? How dope is God? God is dope, right? Um, we have to attack this year from all angles. For example, I look at areas in my life where I took a chance on myself with this podcast. Uh, I took my health more seriously. I took my mental health more seriously and found a therapist, just to name a few. Um, I can't I can't talk and and try to be different and try to you know hey what's up Miss Broden. Um, I can't talk all this stuff, right? I can't breathe all this hot air and not do it myself. So I gave people an opportunity, especially, um, to kind of come into my brain a little bit, especially with Jay's therapy sessions. They had your boy crying, man, that's wrong <laughs> on the episode. Um, to be vulnerable, this was an opportunity to, for me to, to, uh, give a call to action to men, especially to be vulnerable that you, if you have an inner circle, Bro, I love you, man. What's up, dog? I ain't talked to you in a minute. And, you know, we got all the other stuff that we talk about, but it's just um, being a little bit more vulnerable. Am I telling you to be sensitive? No. Am I telling you to, um, you know, start crying every day? No. Do yoga, do all this stuff that you think is feminine? No. I'm just saying, bro, take care of your emotional state as well. Take care of your mental state as well. I get it. I get it. As a man, everything falls to us, especially in our, in our um, families. We're married. We have children. Even a dog. My dog looking at me to feed me him every day. <laughs> you know, um, we're looked at in our jobs and our, our social environments to just handle it and deal with it and to not feel in so many environments. But I, I charge to you, man, to feel, to have your outlet, to get it out because it will ultimately destroy you if you don't have an outlet. If you you don't have a way to get it out. If you don't have a release, if you can't be vulnerable with anybody, you know, I did, a, um, I was blessed to, uh, do a, um, a men's meeting for my church. And I talked about the relationship that Jonathan and David had and, you know, and this was funny. I thought it was interesting, but in some translations, you know, it's a million translations out there. They even thought that Jonathan and David were in a relationship. That's how close they were. They thought that they were together. Is that not wild? I'm, again, I'm not saying you got to do that. <laughs> I don't advocate for that at all, but that's how close they were. That's how close of a bond that they had when you say, hey, that's my brother, that's my friend. Don't take friend lightly in 2021. Don't take my brother or my sister lightly in 2021. It's reevaluate and understand what that word means. That's why I didn't have that many friends in high school because I knew what a friend was too early. I always tell them, my parents, like, y'all – it wasn't a handicap, but it was just like, I wish I would have just grew up a little bit later instead of earlier because I had older parents. I knew what a friend was. So I didn't have that many friends, you know? And so it's like, um, 
And I also talked about in therapy sessions as well, just being able to see how you grew up and how that affects you now, how it's going to affect your children in the future. That's another reason why I went to therapy. For all my people who don't have kids out there, you don't want to pass off your demons to your children. What? (laughs) You want to pass off your habits, your demons, your skeletons to your children. And that's one of the biggest things. And um, I've had people email me and text me, people I didn't even know, like, bro, thank you. And so, I I mean, I feel like that I've, uh, and I always pray before I do one of these podcasts because I want, you know, God to talk and not me to talk. Um, Anyway, so um, this is, there's a change that we all have to make and not just this year, but in general. You know, uh, might be talking about physical, you know, you're going to work out, you're going to stop in March. We all know people fall off from everything that they do. So don't, I, I challenge you not to even make a New Year's resolution to just constantly be great. If I was going to make this episode in November, I'd say start now. Don't start in the first, start now, right? Uh, we have to stop making excuses for the things that may have happened to us, okay? And control our own stuff. We got to deal with it. We have to deal with it um, and allow God to take us places we can never dream or uh, make a resolution about. God is bigger than your New Year's resolution. God is uh, God is bigger than the stuff that you have dealt with. And we, we used it as an example. Um, I had an episode I did called Let's Talk About It with a capital I-T, it, right? It was about church hurt. And um, it's and it was about people, you know, having an excuse about why they don't go to church or why they don't do church, quote, unquote, <clears> or <throat> why they don't have a relationship with God. I mean, it could have been like, you know, the grandma was with the, the uncle and the deacon was messed with the pastor wife, whatever else, right? And we use these excuses. Not, I'm not saying they're not valid excuses. If something happened to you that was extremely traumatic, I'm not downplaying that, right? Well, how are we going to rise above it? How are we going to move forward? Are we going to con- continue to use that excuse or that trauma or that whatever happened uh, and let it mold us and shape us to somebody who we don't want to be? Yes, feel. Yes, process. Yes, get the help that you need. But how long are you going to, you know, stay in that muck, as they say? Be stuck in the muck, right? How long are you going to be there? And um, it's it's the call to action. It's just, you know, allow God to work on you from the inner, the inner workings of your, of your body and your mind and your soul and your spirit. Allow him to do that. Give him an opportunity to work on you right they work on you this isn't like again it's not a new year's resolution thing you know if, you, if i only say about these resolutions get closer to god if you're gonna make one at all get closer to god <laughs> you know um because everything that has happened this year um it's just about a mindset it's a perspective shift on okay this happened but god is still good this happened but god is still good i may not have enough, enough toilet paper but god is still good right being already in it and then when things happen to you it lessens the blow when you're already praying you're already meditating you're already doing the right things that you're supposed to be doing um i think i'm almost done joshua 1 and 9 says that be courageous do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the lord your god is with you wherever you go that's your scripture i'm not sure if i already used it already but it's a good one that's the one that stuck out to me um, be courageous. Do not be frightened. I'm not saying you're not gonna get scared, but God got you right. It's like and I always tell people, it's like having a 45 on your hip and you walk into a room. They don't know you got it, 
but you know you got it. And if something pop off, you know what I'm saying? God is at 45. <laughs> he is. God is at 45, man. Because you walk a little bit taller when you got a gun on your hip. I'm just saying you do. Because you be like, I dare somebody. <laughs> and that's how we got to do it with God. That's exactly how we have to do it with God. God is at 45. Imagine, I be telling people, you don't know how dangerous I am. Ooh, a man on fire for God is something, something serious. Okay? A woman on fire for God is something serious. Because they already know. They got that discernment. They, they already in the, in the working so they spirit, man. And they working it. So they ain't nothing that you could do, say, that can happen to me that I wasn't already prepared for. It might surprise me, but it didn't surprise God. And I got God. So let's go, right? <laughs> let's go. Um, back when I was personal training, I was trying to people to understand that uh, being healthy is more than just about, you know, looking like Beyonce or, or looking like Denzel or Will Smith, whoever you're going to look like, right? Cardi B, blah, blah, blah. And uh, it was a mental shift that they had to make to achieve their goals even after we quit working together. So for an example, uh, hey, Jay, I want to um, lose 15 pounds to get into this wedding dress by June. All right, cool. Why? I want to look good, but why? Because I want people to see me in this dress, but why? Because, you know, you, you got to go deeper, right? A lot of times our first couple of sessions – um, would just be at Starbucks, and I would talk to them. We wouldn't even work out, wouldn't lift no weights, we do no push-ups, none of that, right? Because I wanted, to, I wanted to get down to kind of the, you know, the nit grit of it all, like, all like, the, like the shower test. How do you see yourself? How you, do you like yourself when you see yourself in the mirror naked, right? So something similar like that. It's deeper than just your physical. It's your mental because I can get you in a dress. I know what I'm doing. You can work out. We get there, but as soon as you get done off the honeymoon, you gain them 15 pounds right back. And what's the whole point, right? Do you want to be great just for a moment? You want to fit in that dress just for a moment, or do you want to be great forever? Hmm? <laughs> do you just want to be great just to reach a goal, or you want to be great f for the rest of your life? It's so it's it's, it's progression, you know. Um, I want to end, and I think I'm doing good, just right under an hour. I want to end um, with the movie Soul. If you haven't seen the movie Soul, it came out on Christmas. It's a super dope movie. I'm going to watch it again. I feel like it's a lot of stuff that I missed, but they gave kids and really adults, because Disney's been making movies, man, for adults. I feel like they've they been making us feel some stuff, dog. I ain't crying. I don't want no punk. <laughs> no, I was just playing. Uh, but it um, it reminded us that... We look and strive for things that will fulfill us when we really need to stop and smell the roses and to take one little minute, at, one minute at a time. Yes, be goal-oriented. Yes, you know, strive for things. Yes, have ambition. But don't, you know, uh, don't be so quick and don't be so focused to where you lose yourself. That and I had a clip in a movie where people were so into their uh, their careers they were so into this one thing they were good at they became a lost soul because everything else in the world family friends you know life stopped the smell of the roses um they forgot about and and we tend to lose ourselves when we get to these moments and we get to these levels and we forget who we were where we came from and that's not the right idea at least in my opinion um but that's it <laughs> From the late, great Nipsey Hussle, yes, I did not forget him. Life is a marathon, he said, and not a sprint. So with all that being said, this has been another edition 
of the No Tech Talk podcast. It's always a reminder to live life on purpose and to always live with a little No Tech in your life in general.